G'day. How are you going? I hope you're having a great day. You are listening to Healthy-ish, your podcast from body and soul. I'm your host, Felicity Harley. Answer this for me. Would you like an extra five to seven hours per week to reset, recharge and do activities that energize you? We knew that would be a resounding yes, and it's exactly why when I saw the title of a book called The One Day Refund by productivity coach Donna McGeorge, I had to get her on this podcast. She's going to tell us how to recover an extra 15% of your time. It doesn't sound much, but hey, it's enough to go get a massage. If you like what you hear from Donna, make sure you download her on Extra Healthy-ish. Yes, that episode is up now and she discusses how we can claw back more time to think. Oh, wouldn't we love that? Anyway, over to Donna. Donna, thank you for joining us on Healthy-ish today. How are you going? I'm going so well and I'm so thrilled to be here. Thanks for having me. Now, This intrigues me when I saw, well, it did intrigue me when I saw the title of your book, The One Day Refund. What the hell is this? All right. So it's not technically getting a whole extra day, but it is about answering the question, if you did have a whole extra day in your week, what would you do with it? And most people say, and particularly your listeners would probably say things like, I'd get out for a walk, I'd, I'd do something healthy, I'd do a meal preparation, I'd do all the really good things relax. that we know are really healthy. <laughs> and relax, absolutely, I'd relax. <laughs> um, maybe I'd sleep more, spend time with my kids, whatever it might be. Having said that, during the pandemic for the last two years, people did in fact get a one-day refund. They had, you know, if they commuted to and from work and they were working from home, they had an hour each day, it's the average commute, uh, which meant that they then got 10 hours back in their week and no one did those things. When I asked them, what did you do? They say, oh, extra email, extra work, I did more projects. It all just got subsumed. So the idea for this book came around, well, what would you do and then how, how can you get that? So it's not necessarily a day off to goof off. It's a day off to do the things that nourish your soul, that, that have you feel good, that are the things that your future self will thank you for. And so you might take it in a whole day or you might take it an hour at a time each day or a half day or, you know, you might take your, your refund over the course of three months, you know, a quarter where it might be a week off that you take. But um, it's really more about how do you create some space um, to do the things that, that nourish your soul and have you feel good. Create space. Oh, it's music to my ears and I'm sure music to many listeners' ears. Where have we gone wrong? Because I feel like you're right, in the pandemic we had all this this spare time. We actually, well, speaking from experience here, read books, did those walks I wanted to do with my kids and, and suddenly we're all busy again. Are, are we simply mm. just addicted to being busy? Is that what it is? Well, according to the data, we are, particularly Australians, we're addicted to to being busy. We have, you know, we've got a gazillion hours of unpaid work that we've done. We don't take our annual leave. We rarely take lunch and we're really lousy at sleeping. Um, Now, where did it all start? It's hard to say, but I reckon it was part of the industrial, we're still part of the industrial revolution. We're still kind of lingering on to some of the habits there. Um, and, and also I think we've been sold down a garden path. Now, I reckon it could have been the 80s or 90s, I'm not sure, 
where we were told that hard work will get you ahead, working hard, digging in, doing what's necessary, and this notion that we're 100% on 100% of the time and that downtime is lazy, you know, all, all these messages, you know, um, no pain, no gain, even those kind of messaging. Personally, I'm a no pleasure, no point kind of person. <laughs> um, but for me, it's like, you know, it, it is a, it's a throwback from Industrial Revolution that we haven't fixed now that we're part of the knowledge economy. We're still using industrial kind of work practices when we're now, we don't use our physical bodies so much for work. We use our, men, uh, our heads and we haven't realised yeah, that this muscle is very different and needs just as much rest as other muscles. And I also think technology plays a role because we find it so hard to just put down our phone and walk away and mm. the constant mm. checking creates more busyness in our brains, doesn't it? Yes, and, and I was just talking about this to um I was doing an interview a couple of weeks ago and, and we realised that our technology at work, so we'll be on our email and we'll do our thing and then we log, log off from work and shut it all down. Then we go sit on the couch and engage with Netflix or whatever TV stuff we're doing and while we're doing that we've got our phone going and we think we're relaxing by scrolling social media. But what's actually happening is we're, with all of that we're just putting more and more data in our heads and my favourite saying at the moment comes from David Allen, which is the mind is for having ideas, not storing them. And we just store so much stuff and we're constantly putting more stuff in that when the time comes that we need to think creatively or think differently or problem solve, we just don't have the capacity in our heads to do that. Actually, you talk a lot about capacity and I like this idea. Why is this whole idea of functioning at 85% enough as you write about? Yeah, because we need room, we need a buffer, we need space to react or respond positively when change happens. And so I'll often say to people, how long is your fuse? So when people say, oh, I've got a really short fuse, it's usually because something happens and bang, they react really quickly to it. So I say we need to build in some buffer around that. And there's two ways we can do it. One is that we try to just operate at about 85% capacity throughout the day. Now, people like um, Hugh Jackman does that when he's preparing for a film or, or even, um, you know, filming the film. He tries to keep his energy consumption at about 85, which means he's got a little bit of wriggle room if something does go wrong and he has to make a change rather than being stretched. Um, so that's one way, just generally operate at about 85. The other one is to um, protect time in your diary. So if you're, if you're in a corporate kind of setting or you've got a job or working or whatever, can you protect 15% in your diary? So it's about an hour, 1.2 hours to be precise. Oh, well, there we go. Thank week. you. There we go. Very <laughs> precise. Um, or six hours on a five-day work week. It's actually eight hours on a seven-day, hence the one-day refund, but uh, we will no more, no more maths there. Um, and the idea is that you've got room. So... Imagine being too busy to work with. Someone comes to you and says, hey, can I get a meeting with you? And you go, sorry, I'm flat out until, you know, the 6th of June. You're too busy to work with. Yeah. You have to have some space to be able to respond positively to change, take advantage of that and be able to explore new and amazing opportunities. Where does your space fit in in your day and what do you do with it? Yeah, I do a little bit from side A, a little bit from side B. So I always have an hour at the end of the day. I call it my hour of power where I just wrap up. So between four and five, wrap up the day, reflect on what I've done, think about what I've got on tomorrow, do as much as I can that afternoon to help the next day be as glorious as it can be. 
And I also try to protect Fridays from what I call my paid work. So if I'm, you know, my paid work is coaching, facilitating, delivering webinars, et cetera. And so I try to protect Friday from that. And it's for two things. It's to rest and prepare for the following week. But the really cool thing is it's when I get a call out of the blue from some gorgeous um, podcaster or uh, company or something (laughs) like that that I don't have to say, I'm sorry, I'm not free for six weeks. I can say, actually, I've got a bit of space on Friday. So it's it's to take advantage, as I said, of opportunities and also to, to do the things that my future self will thank me for. Yeah, I like that. Great way to end. Donna, thank you so much for coming on Healthy-ish. Absolutely my pleasure. I love that hour of power. I use that sometimes and I highly recommend it. Lock it out in your calendar. Put your phone away, put social media away and just sit down and work. It is wonderful. If you want more great tips from Donna, she is up now on Extra Healthy-ish. That's our big sister podcast. If you want more from us at Body and Soul, log on to bodyandsoul.com.au or follow us on Instagram or Facebook. Thanks again for tuning in to my chat with Donna. And if you have a moment, well, you do have a moment now. You have more time and you can use it. We would love it if you could rate, review and subscribe to this podcast. And until tomorrow... Stay healthy-ish. I'm Sarah Lamarquin, Editor-in-Chief of Stella and host of our podcast called Something to Talk About. Every weekend we publish a new episode where you'll hear compelling personalities, strong opinions and thought-provoking conversations. I wanted to be able to do it in my time when I was ready and speak my truth when I was ready. The topic of when do I become a mum, that is in my mind 24-7. Search for Something to Talk About wherever you listen to your podcasts.